Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Hi, this is Hina Siddiqui and you are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. Today we are joined by an extraordinary guest whose life journey is nothing short of captivating. His new book Driven, Hip Hop, Fast Cars, Basketball and Brain Surgery is a proof to his exceptional story, proving that ordinary people can indeed achieve extraordinary things. I'm talking about none other than Dr. Jason Cormier, who's not only an internationally renowned neurosurgeon but also a race car driver, accomplished DJ, basketball player and author of the book Driven. Hi Dr. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's a, such a pleasure to have you and uh, I'm very curious to know from you what's driven you to write Driven. Uh, it's a very interesting story. I met some people in the racing industry and some really good friends of mine uh, prompted me to write this. Uh, and it was somewhat humbling and therapeutic in the end. I'm a very private person, but ultimately I agreed to do it and I'm glad I did. And the title like hip hop, fast cars, basketball and brain surgery. This title itself tells a lot about your life. How and when did you think about this title? So the guy kind of interviewed me and, and did a lot of the, the interviewing and, and we wrote this book kind of together, Mike Harris. You know, we looked at just my life in general and just, you know, I'm a pretty simple person, but I've had some opportunities to do some things in my life, like get involved in music, play professional sports and basketball, uh, become a physician and, and also race cars. So those things as they kind of meshed well together in a nice ensemble, I guess, if you will, it made it kind of um, a different a different story for some people out there that might think that you can accomplish some things from simple and humble beginnings. That's interesting. And please tell us about your life around this title. How easy was the journey? Well, the journey was very tough and it was <laughs> there are dark areas that people will see. And the book is not for anyone that has experienced nothing but successes in their life. Uh, this is a book about trials, tribulations, failures, and ways to overcome those failures. And I think that the reader will be able to enjoy that a simple human being that others might consider was confronted with an insurmountable odds was able to find some way to make some good things happen for himself and for his family. Yeah. And I believe that every story of success is also a story of failures. In fact, the multiple failures and these failures keep us grounded, make us humble and they complete our story. I don't know if it's a limiting block or what, but I believe that every failure is a lesson. It's a uh, it's a stepping stone to our next one and uh, whatever accomplishments we enjoy in our lives, some kind of, you know, some backstories that lead us to those uh, traumas, tears, and uh, struggles, frustrations. Would you like to talk a bit about, about what has been that failure for you? What kind of uh, challenges you saw and uh, overcame them? Well, really, you know, my existence in high school, you know, you're a minority to begin with. And so that's one of the first things that you have to confront in the world of 
successful people, you don't always see the story behind uh, the success that there are also some people that had some really tough things that they've undergone or gone through. So in high school, whether it was sports or academics, I had to fight back and develop what I call the mental toughness, which a lot of people really understand. And, and it's become more of a, a topic out there in terms of mental health. I think that no one's immune to things like mental illnesses. Uh, no one's immune to even that of suicide. I've confronted some of those things, depression, anxiety, and I talk about some of those things, you know, in the book. And when you kind of really delve deep into a lot of successful people, I think what a lot of us have in common is that mental toughness. And that mental toughness is really, to me, a measure of individual resilience and how you're able to continue to think positive despite, you know, going through some physical pain and some negativity. And, you know, if you have positive thoughts, that will generate some positive outcomes. Negative thoughts will generate negative outcomes. Yeah. So I think for me, the challenges that I encountered in high school, in college, uh, going on to medical school, where I really started to see a lot of things come to fruition. I had no idea a lot of this would happen or come together in the way it did, but it was my passions that drove through it. And putting those together, surrounding yourself with good people, good friends and family, and ultimately the family I have today, you know, my significant other, Caitlin, and, and, our, and our kids, that's become really my pot of gold and my stronghold for success. Lovely. And growing up, did you think that you would become a doctor or uh, more specifically a neurosurgeon? Well, my mother was really always strong in the sciences. And so she was really strong on academics. So I figured some way or somehow I would probably succeed in some form or fashion in academics. I had no idea. No idea. I was originally interested in cardiovascular surgery. And I kind of talk about that in the book. And and really, I wanted to just be a, a professional basketball player. And, and that's what I was able to do for about a year and a half or so. And just things just didn't play it out the way I thought it would. But from standing on the the the, uh, really the stones of my mother to stay in school and, and make sure that your academics are, are paramount and, and they're at the forefront, now I was able to fall back on a really gainful education and was able to accomplish, you know, becoming you know, a neurosurgeon and interacting with some pretty prominent organizations after that. Yeah. And I would like to state here, here that every parent wants their children to be very good at academics, right? But the children may have different interests and they should be allowed to experience life the way they want and cultivate the interests that they have, the passions they have. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Of course, this is a good thing. but. Uh, the children need to, uh, you know, decide on what they would like to take as a career, what they would like to spend their time most doing. What, like, if somebody is very interested in music, for example, I remember that growing up, I was very interested in music. I was uh, very interested in uh, singing, but then that was not perhaps the career option. So you need to study. You need to do something that looks like a valid career option. What would you like to say to those kind of parents who are listening to us right now? I would say first off, for all parents out there, I would say that your kids listen to you. And there's some things that, you know, maybe I would think twice about saying because I had to go through some of those things of, mm -hmm. of emotional abuse. But I will tell you, I can't agree with you more just in terms of, you know, as kids, we think we know best. And but really, ultimately, your parents know best. And I'm glad I listened to her, at least with regards to education. Look, I wanted to be a big time music star. I wanted to be a big time basketball player and all those sorts of things. And that, for some period of time, was 
kind of took a back burner, if you will, to the academic sector that she was, you know, pushing. But thankfully, I maintain a strong uh, academic yeah. um, substance, and so that kind of carried through, you know. But like any any kid, you know, they see the stars, you see all the 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 fame of of, of what some of these things, these other people have accomplished. A lot of it's really luck. But I think my story, you'll see that I was passionate about every, at least everything. And my mother did actually support me in some of those things. And because of that, by some rhyme or reason, I was able to succeed with a lot of it. And I, and I owe her for that. Imagine a healing and coaching experience in the magical Bali, Indonesia. Light yoga, healthy food, simple meditations, conscious living, inner healing, a ton of interesting activities, plus coaching sessions on creating your career success blueprint, mindset shifts, including your money mindset and peak performance. You would come back with fresh new confidence and positive power with your very own success blueprint to make a true difference at your work, impact the world around you and make much, much more money in your career. It's happening on various dates starting October this year, and I would love for you to be a part of it. Visit my website, www.authorhina.com to know more about this luxury retreat. You'd come back as a different person. I promise you that. Dr. Jason, your life seems to be a very unique blend of music, sports, and medicine. How do you think your passions for hip-hop, fast cars, and basketball have influenced your career as a neurosurgeon? Gosh, that is such a very interesting question. And, and I'm glad you asked it because all of them have their part. Like, I don't think that that could have been either of them without the other, so to speak. So when I think about, you know, basketball, it taught me about, you know, having relationships with others, counting on other people, other people count on me. That happens in the operating room. Well, so does it. It also happens in racing when you're counting on other people to get you there, uh, your crew team to make sure everything's working correctly. And then ultimately, of course, you know, not just basketball, not just music, but music and all those things. As it all comes together in music, you know, the rhythms, the chord progressions, all those things come together in, in harmony. And when all those things work together, like it is in the operating room, things go well. Yeah, And you're able to triumph over just so many things that you might not have been able to do or even thought you could do. And nothing is insurmountable if you kind of put your passions all together in some kind of way they came together in a, just a perfect mesh. Hmm, yeah, passions are so important in life. But when we start uh, with our careers, we forget about that. We think that play is for children, but that's not true. It's like at in every step and stage in your life, in your career, you can stay in touch with your passions. You can stay in touch with uh, what you love doing the most. And it doesn't have to be a way of making money, but it gives you so much pleasure. And that pleasure you can use in, uh, in even in your career. And that's definitely going to get you great results. So this is, this is a very interesting and great point. Dr. Jason, what's the most difficult lesson you have learned in your life so far? The most difficult lesson I think I've learned is that it's okay not being perfect. It's okay not, right? It's okay counting on someone else that's actually brighter than you, knows more than you. And I've, I've learned a lot from my significant other, Caitlin. And uh, that, you know, I can't really even put in words. It's okay to count and depend on someone that you know has your has your back, has your best interests at heart. Even though you disagree, uh, sometimes you don't want to admit that they're right. And I think that's been a tough 
challenge at the same time it's been life-saving and life-changing for me in many ways yeah that's that's interesting the world of music and sports often celebrate creativity and intuition while medicine and neurosurgery require a strong foundation in logic and precision so uh, how do you balance these seemingly contrasting aspects of your life and work yeah so first of all you have to have some really good support and you know, with music, I'm still able to do music, not necessarily as much as I would always want to, but I have support from my family. I'm, I wake up every morning and I'm gone for most time during the, the entire day. I come home and, you know, the kids are sometimes asleep. And so I miss sometimes that part of, of their lives. And it's really hard, but I have a really strong uh, support uh, in my significant other. So it's it's important to have that. So I'm able to do music, I'm able to do medicine, and I still travel. And because of that, I hold several faculty positions for different um, spine and uh, brain uh, organizations. And you can't do that without a good support group. Yeah, exactly. It's so important to have people uh, support us and uh, to have people who are supporting, who who we can go to we can share our our good and bad things with so it's very important to have good people around us oh for sure i think i think when you when i look at i think of adversity one of the first things i would always tell someone surround yourself with good people yeah and that's big number two be accountable number three interact with nature yeah. always all or you know read or write something every single day yeah. and and i think you know i have a personal assistant and shannon thompson and and just the people that surround me, a few close friends and family, that is really the stronghold of why I am successful, why people might see my name or me. There mm-hmm. are many heroes behind that badge. Yeah. Dr. Jason, in your book, you talk about the journey from being an ordinary person to achieving extraordinary things. So can you share some of the key challenges you faced uh, along this journey that you have mentioned in the book, especially as an African-American and coming from humble beginnings? Sure. So I think as a as a minority, you're all you're introduced immediately with that. Okay, something's different about you, and perhaps you know because you're one thing or you're not the other. You're not the majority that you might not be deserving, or there or there may be challenges that you face that aren't that of the others. And that's actually part of that's actually very true. So you have to find to overcome that. Again you know, mental toughness, again, that's going to be your resilience to, you know, there's, there's a, there's a connection between mental toughness and physical toughness. Yeah. And I think people, that physical toughness is like physical strength and it's not Hmm. physical strength, which you can, is measurable within the gym, whereas physical toughness is a bit different that you can't really measure and you can't have physical toughness without mental toughness. And so for me, you know, as I migrated from high school to college, I had to figure out that, all right, there's a lot of freedom here. And with that freedom, you have to be more mature. Yeah. You have to monitor, monitor your friends because you can get into more things that might not be so promising or productive to you. With that, I played basketball at LSU under uh, Coach Dale Brown. And Coach Dale Brown had many different things in place for the athletes. There were tutoring sessions and whatnot. And it helped just the environment and the culture of at least athletics in terms of basketball succeed and to flourish. Moving from basketball into, um, you know, medicine, well, by that time, you really should have 
you know, all things together and you know what you're going to do. And you're surrounded again by support groups. I call them support groups because they were other friends going through the same thing. And again, that returns to surrounding yourself with good people and like-minded people that want to succeed. And that way you don't have an excuse. You have to succeed. If you surround yourself with people that that just fail, then ultimately that might ultimately be where you end up. And so once I finished with medical school and migrated, uh, matriculated to residency, both at Duke and then UAB where I finished up, neurosurgery was again, you know, one of those insurmountable things to many, but I decided it was for me and I felt like God chose me to do that. And so now I take that in the operating room every time I go in, whether it's a brain surgery or a spine surgery. I have my team and there's a togetherness, there's a family. And that's kind of how I embrace the challenges and get through them every day. Yes. Experience teaches us a lot. Life is the biggest teacher. When we are more conscious to what's happening to us, we develop that resilience. We develop that that attitude to, to survive problems and then come tougher out of it. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, we all have our... Uh, stories, I guess. And I, you know, I think that as long as you're doing things positive for people, yeah. uh, doing positive things for yourself and you're following your own passions, not someone else's passions, yes. then it's the right way for you. Yes, that's that's brilliant. And I'm just coming to this question that many people in the corporate world, they struggle to pursue their passions alongside demanding careers, uh, which I just talked about uh, uh, some time ago. Too. So what advice you can give to these people uh, how to find balance and fulfillment in life and how to pick up their in- interest and passions and start practicing them while having limited time which is you know because corporate professionals they work on tight deadlines they are always you know that rat race and climbing the corporate ladders and stuff like this so it's difficult for them to find time and motivation so what what is your best advice for our audience today Sure. So I have this, I have this, it's going to sound kind of weird, but I have these seven keys, I think, to success, I think would really, you know, address that, that question. And, and really the first thing is find your, find your excitement. You know, mm-hmm. again, that's, that's looking at a passion that's not someone else's. It's a passion that's basically, you know, your own. Mm-hmm. Number two is many goals become big goals, you know, create a plan. And that plan don't make it a plan that's good for one month. Chart that plan out maybe five years because it'll make the next year, you know, just a little bit easier to accomplish. Then number three, focus on staying focused. Make some realistic goals that you can do every single day. Don't make these insurmountable goals that you're going to read three books every day. That's just yeah. not you know, a real number, right? So maybe read 10 pages a day and make those mini goals become big goals. And then before you know it, you know, you're going to, you're, you're going to be beyond just really just impressing yourself. Then number four, nothing beats persistence. Yes. All right. Most talented don't strive to be the most talented, but persistence overcome strive to be the hardest worker and being the worker many times is going to be, you're going to be the most resilient and you're going to be the most successful because you understand what it is to fight through those challenges. Number five, see challenges and don't see obstacles and let the motivate you. Let the obstacles motivate you. And I think that for anyone that's down and and they're thinking, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to get through that? Focus less on the obstacles and focus more on the challenges 
and you'll be able to remove the problems and focus more on the solutions of what you're trying to figure out. I think number six, education is a journey. Yeah. Take from whatever you know you feel are lessons of life or lessons in education and just try to be a knowledge, just be a thief for knowledge. Steal as much as you can and try to implement that into your life. And you know, really sky's the limit once you're able to do that. And then be inspired. And as you're inspired, inspire others. Those seven things kind of to me encompass, you know, you may think you're busier than, you know, who knows, learn how to delegate, learn how to uh, multitask, but be a, be a single tasker first and then be a multitasker. Yes. And so, again, with good people that you can trust that have your best interest. And once you do those things, you're going to find that the time that you have, you, if you're using it more efficiently, you're going to be able to do so many more things than you thought you could have ever accomplished. Absolutely. When we see life as a game, every difficulty comes as a challenge and we are there to overcome it, just to defeat it. So this is basically, it brings some fun in our life. And this is so important to have fun in our everyday life. It's not reserved for the time when we go on a vacation or we are doing some party or anything. Every day, every moment is a kind of fun thing and you can make fun of Everything. I mean, uh, just doing anything, any task can be fun at hand. Oh, you have to. You have to. You have to have fun. You know, there's there's no doubt. And I agree with you more. That's positive energy. You, you have to have fun. There's this there's this thing people would always talking about, you know, self or use interchangeably self-consciousness versus self-awareness. And they're so different. You know, yeah. the self-awareness is understanding who you are within yourself and the triggers that guide you to one way or the other, whereas self-consciousness is kind of involved in what you feel about yourself within a social within a social episode. So how people are judging you, how people are looking at you, just have fun and live your life and yeah. things will work the best, as yeah. you said. Love that. Dr. Jason, how people can buy your book. By the way, I read a part of your book and it's very interesting. And I'm sure that our audience would love to read the book and get the most of it and that you, they can use in their corporate careers and life, of course. So what is the best way to buy your book? Thank you. Yes. So there's a website and it's uh, www.thedrivenbook.com. And on there, there are links to Amazon, uh, Goodreads, and so you can you can find also Barnes and Nobles. And there's so there's a there's a several different areas that you can that will lead you from the websites or links directly on the website that will help you uh, grab the book. And and I hope people really enjoy it. Uh, like I said, it's not a, a book for people that have never experienced failure, but it's one that if you have, you will be able to find an ordinary person that overcame what people would think were insurmountable odds and. Uh, is doing really well for himself and others. Yeah, and I could say that uh, you have some really, really great reviews on the book. And I'm sure that you are enjoying the success that the book is getting. No, it's it's been really great. And it makes you feel good when people yeah. have. Look, I think I have a story that, you know, a number of people have had it harder than I have. And I'm just happy that people have taken an interest in it. And they think that, you know, it might help them. Uh, I hope it does. I don't think that I have had the most difficult uh, challenges, but certainly I've had some and I'm just hopefully sharing my story and that it will inspire others to do greater things greater than what I've accomplished. Yeah, that's a great thing. And every story has to be heard. And when you have made some really amazing accomplishments, 
need to be shared along with the failures that uh, people have had because this is so important for people to know that nothing is called like overnight success behind every success there is you know there's a chain of failing circumstances failures and difficulties every success comes with that so thank you very much for sharing your story with us thank you thank you i appreciate being on the, on your on your uh, podcast take away from today's chat life not just about one path it's about embracing your passions whether it's in the operating room on the race track or in the studio dr cormier's new book driven is more than just a title it's a road map for all of us so keep dreaming big chasing those passions and remember even the most ordinary of us can accomplish the extraordinary what's your big dream and passion by the way connect with me on linkedin and let me know That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website authorhina.com for life and career changing tools and resources. Be sure to download and read my book Secrets of the Six Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon. 